Sam Carter will be moving on to Ole Miss to become the new defensive back coach for the Rebels, and we'll talk about the top three reasons as to why Razorback fans should not worry when coaches move on to other jobs. This is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with the Sonos Arc, the premium smart soundbar for TV, music, movies, gaming, and more. Visit Sonos.com to learn more. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Tuesday, <clears throat> and we're going to uh, obviously talk about a lot of the news that's going on in uh, Razorback land and get to our top Tuesday, which, again, we want to keep it going. But like I said, with those types of segments that we do, sometimes there'll be some news that pops up that ends up uh, making us want to talk about that. But we'll try to fit in both uh, when it comes to uh, top three reasons and why Arkansas should be okay whenever a coach decides to leave or a coach is fired. And uh, obviously the news of Sam Carter moving on. And we'll start with that because obviously uh, anytime you lose a coach, it's always going to spark a little bit of discussion as to why. And when Jamal Ashley was fired by Sam Pittman, we talked a little bit about it in yesterday's podcast. I think most of us was thinking about, all right, well, what has been the reasons why Sam Pittman has fired other assistant coaches in the past? And it's always come back to recruiting, which with Jamal Ashley, it's like you see the recruiting classes, you see that the defensive linemen have not been committing to Arkansas at the, at the clip that they needed to, especially with the added depth. So you're not getting the job there, you're gone. Like It kind of made sense because we could just connect all the dots and say, that's the reason why. Uh, but with Sam Carter, this has been probably one of the more interesting sagas just over the past couple of weeks when it came to Sam Carter. Because to be honest, I had no thought processes or really any feelings about Sam Carter up until about a few weeks ago when Greg Brooks and Joe Fouché transferred out and there was people trying to start rumors that it was about, uh, you know, just the attitude of Sam, of Sam Carter and, you know, the players hated him because he was mean and all that stuff. And so when that popped up, I'm kind of like, all right, well, I haven't heard anything about this guy as far as any negative or any uh you know, reasons to believe why he can't get the job done or anything like that. But people are starting to say it, so it's probably just internet speculation. And then Arkansas brings in a couple defensive backs, uh, like Breeny from Georgia and uh, McLaughlin from LSU. And I was like, okay, well, obviously, you know, if they say he's so mean and whatnot, but he's getting some of these players and he's been a part of the recruiting process to get him to Arkansas, that makes sense. So, Maybe he's not as bad as what people are trying to make him out to be. Maybe those players left just because they wanted to go back to home, to their home state in LSU. And then he ends up leaving. And this was first report, at least the first report I saw from was uh, Brandon Marcello of 24-7 Sports. And then it came out that Sam Carter was going to be leaving to become the uh, same position coach of the cornerbacks at Ole Miss. And it was kind of started to be reported that they're going after him and then he officially accepts it. Now this may be just my complete and total blind bias, homerism, whatever you want to call it. Cause 
you know, there, there's always going to be that element of that. I'm not going to try to deny it in, in any regard, but I still believe that the Sam Carter departure from Arkansas was one that I think was obviously Sam Pittman didn't want to lose him, but I also don't think that Sam Pittman wanted to go all in on him to keep him either. Because let's be honest, like if you're a coach and if you're at Arkansas and you just brought in, if you're the defensive backs coach or cornerbacks coach, I guess in this case for Sam Carter, and you bring in some of these key pieces and these key players out of the transfer portal that are really going to help you out next year, you got uh, an all-American caliber player in Jalen Catalan in the secondary as well. Uh, Ladarius Bishop's coming back. You got Hudson Clark back. Like You got some experience there in the SEC. It seems like those are the types of things that you want to have if you're at a position in the SEC is experience, talent, transfers, and upperclassmen. And recruiting has seemed to be pretty good there. So all those things uh, kind of made sense to me as to why you would want to stay. But when the reports start coming out about Ole Miss, I'm like, okay, so you're going to go there with a new defensive coordinator that they just hired with uh, you know a lot of modest suspect there in the secondary. And you're not going to stay at Arkansas. You're going to go on there and to become the same coach, which – I mean, maybe they're paying him more, but how much more are they paying him? Because if I was not mistaken, I think Sam Carter was only making like $225,000, something like that, as far as his contract goes. So it wasn't like he was just breaking the bank. Um, so you start to think, okay, well, what would be the reasons as to why he would want to leave? Well, the first thing that popped into my mind is the whole thing with possibly the, the rumors about him not having a lot of respect in the locker room. The players didn't really care for him and all that. Maybe it was setting a, a bad deal, like a bad culture. And we know Sam Pittman's all about having a positive culture and a good culture. It seemed like maybe if those things were actually going on, again, I don't know for sure, but if they were actually going on, then maybe there were some rumblings about, hey, he's he's a good coach, but he's not irreplaceable. Do we really want to possibly sacrifice keeping him on board if there's issues going on where we have so many good things going, is that something we really want to fight for? Is he someone we really, really, really want to bring in and keep here if there's those issues going on? That was my first thought process is that Sam Pittman and the staff was like, listen, we, we like him. He's a good coach, but uh, we don't, we, we, the, the risk is not worth the reward because there might be some issues going on there. And also him going to Ole Miss an SEC West rival to, for the same position like, I can understand if he became the entire secondary coach. I can understand it if he became the defensive coordinator. I can understand it, and I guess we'll find out. Maybe that's the key, is what the contract details look like as far as uh, if he got a huge raise. But I've always said that if there, if you have a coach that's leaving for another position, for another school at the same position around the same pay, it's usually because that coach, that he, the, the school that he came from and that coach he came from either didn't want him or they were that desperate to get out. And with Arkansas, it's I don't think it's any coaches are desperate to get out of the situation at Arkansas. So I think it was more like Arkansas is like, hey, we're gonna let you go. You'll be fine. We'll have somebody else step up and and be this guy. Cause if you don't, if you don't recall, like people have to remember this. Like Sam Carter was a very pivotal part when it came to Barry Odom and what he was the defensive quality control analyst for Barry Odom when he was at Missouri, when uh Barry Odom was the head coach. So there was a time where people like saw what Sam Carter was doing, and obviously Barry Odom really liked him enough to bring him on board. That that's kind of something that I felt like, all right, well, if it's good enough for Barry Odom and he really likes him, then maybe it's going to work out. But 
the thing is, is that I don't have any ill problems or ill will towards Sam Carter. Uh, he put out a statement, in fact, on Twitter saying, Arkansas, it's been a two, great two years coaching this prestigious university. I'll always be thankful for my time here. To Mr. Yurichek, Coach Pittman, and Coach Owen, thank you for allowing me the opportunity to serve and coach our student athletes. Uh, and then he's, of course, moving on to Ole Miss. So I'll never uh, really like it when coaches move on to other SEC West rivals or anything like that. But here's the thing. It, it's and the bottom line is, and we'll get into the top three reasons as to why uh, Razorback fans should feel good about Sam Pittman, whoever he has to replace when it comes to assistant coaches and all those things too. But my thing, my, my final thought on Sam Carter, though, is that if he goes to Ole Miss and he does well, that's fine. But I still have full confidence that as long as you have Barry Odom as your defensive coordinator, that he is going to have a good staff in place when it comes to guys that he likes. Because here's the thing. People forget also that Barry Odom is the safeties coach. So he has a little bit of an idea exactly of how defensive backs need to work. And if you think about it for Arkansas, the linebacker position has definitely been their, their strength when it came to their defense. But the secondary has been a close second. I know some people don't want to believe that. Some people, for some reason, have this like, like this thing out to get the secondary and the cornerbacks and the safeties for Arkansas. Folks, it's really not that bad. In fact, Arkansas in the passing game was fifth in the SEC this past year. Fifth. That's really good. So I don't know where that stigma comes from. But as long as you have Barry Odom, who knows a lot about defense, knows a lot about the secondary, I think you're going to be just fine. And I think that they're going to have no drop-off next year. And you still got these players to come in despite that coach leave. And that also tells me something else, too. It's like, I think those players really committed more so to Arkansas, more so to Barry Odom than they did to Sam Carter. So that's at least the way I take it. And we'll hopefully find out a lot more details and find out who they're going to end up higher uh, here in the coming weeks. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue the march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and new updated desktop and mobile website. Just sign up today to receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code locked on to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers for 2022. Bet Online has the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So head over to betonline.ag where the game starts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so since it's a Tuesday, we still want to kind of squeeze in a, a top Tuesday, and this thing will be, I guess, top three. So we'll do three or two of the top three. We'll do three, number three and number two in this segment, and then number one in the final segment. That makes sense. Yeah, it's completely and totally unorganized, but that's fine. Um, but either way, uh, the top three reasons why I believe Arkansas will be just fine whenever they're having to replace coaches, in particular, uh, why they're having when they're having to replace Sam Carter uh, in this regard, too. And uh, the number three reason is, because of the fact that you have talent at that position group. You have Jalen Catalan, which might be the best safety that Arkansas's had since like Ken Hamlin, maybe. God, is that true? That's like 20 years. Uh, but still, you have one of the best safeties in the land that's coming off of injury that's going to be really motivated to get back out there and should be really good as well. You have him. Uh, you have... 
guys like Ladarius Bishop. You got guys like Hudson Clark that have a lot of experience. You got guys like Miles Slusher that really stepped up his game and was really able to do some good things there as well. And then, of course, you have Breeny coming in from Georgia and McLaughlin coming in from LSU. You have plenty of talent in that secondary. And again, I know and I'm aware that Barry Odom coaches the safeties and they're looking for a cornerback coach specifically. But let's also be honest, too. It's all part of an encompassing group. So whoever they end up hiring as a cornerbacks coach, they're going to be stepping into a really good situation where not only do they have talent, but they have experience and they can step right in and not have to worry about it being like this rebuild job where you're going to be behind the eight ball for the first year or two. You're going to step into a situation where you're actually going to be able to be extremely competitive and can extremely gifted when it comes up to uh, taking on some of these SEC offenses. Now, assuming all of that, and we know that the additions of Brini and McLaughlin were huge, I still believe that those guys will be at least, at least just as good as Greg Brooks and Joe Fouché. I think they'll actually end up being better, but they'll at least be just as good. So there's no reason to believe, assuming everybody stays healthy, and you have Catalan coming back and, and being really great, there's no reason to believe that next year's defensive secondary won't be better, honestly. Like the defense, D-line, we'll see. We don't even know what it's going to be looking like at this point in time. We don't know who the coach is. Linebacker, good shape. Drew Sanders and, of course, Bumper Pool returning. Those are huge factors, so you should be pretty good there. As long as you got two great, talented linebackers, you should be good. But the secondary is going to be your best part of your defense, or at least heading into the season will be the best part of the defense because of the talents, because of the depth, because of the recruiting that has been done there, and because you got really great coaches back there that are going to put it together and, and do really good things for them. So I have no issues in believing that the team's going to be able to, and Sam Pittman's going to be able to hire somebody because of that fact in the secondary because they have a lot of talent there, and that goes a long way as well. Uh, the number two reason why I believe Arkansas will be just fine when it comes to hiring new coaches in particular, and, and the secondary coach is that you're in the SEC West. You're at a program that's on the up and up. You have Barry Odom, who's a really good defensive coordinator. And you are at a school that, at least at this point in time, has shown that they are willing to pay money for quality. They're willing to pay up if it means quality coaches. And you know, everyone talk, talks about this. This is another stupid stigma that Razorback fans have. Because it all came up with the stupid NIL stuff that people had no idea what they were talking about. But they wanted just to start crap and see if it stuck. But, you know, they always kept calling uh, Hunter, you're a check. Hunter uh, won't write a check or whatever. It's like, that is so dumb. It's clever. But it's dumb. Like, there is nothing that has led me to believe that's, that Hunter, you're a check is not willing to pay for quality. You know what Hunter, you're a check wants to do at the end of the day? He wants to win. He wants to win as bad as anybody. He, he, he doesn't care how he gets there. He just wants to win. And if he sees that there is a, if Sam Pittman came to him and said, hey, I have this cornerbacks coach that's going to knock your balls off. This guy is legit. He can recruit. Maybe he's a big name that even that Hunter Yurichek's heard of. And here's the thing. We're going to have to pay him $100,000 more than what we were paying Carter. Do you think Yurichek's going to sit back and say, you know what? Uh, I, I appreciate that coach, but. I mean, the most I could do would be $50,000. We, we just can't spare the extra $50,000 after that. No. He's going to be like, all right, here you go. Is you say you need him? You, do you really need him, coach? Yes, I do. Get him. Hire him. Because we want to win. Like, that's what your check does. And it's just so dumb when people start bringing up the fact that he doesn't want to, like, pay money to, to get coaches. That There's no evidence of that. Zero evidence of that. 
for crying out loud. You just you still were able to retain Barry Odom and Kendall Bryles. They're getting paid highly as defense as coordinators. I think Barry Odom's like the third or fourth highest paid co uh, the coordinator in the country, if I'm not mistaken, at least at uh, last time I checked. So we'll see what happens when they get renegotiations. But there's no reason to believe that they're not, he's not going to go out and pay for quality coaches, especially if those coaches, the head coaches, want those guys. It's as simple as that. It'll do the same thing with facilities. It'll do the same things with everything else. Juracek understands that in the SEC, you got to pay to win. You have to pay to win. And coaches, he's going to make sure that they get taken care of, especially if they are so vital to that particular head coach in being successful. And so I don't think Sam Pimmons is going to ever run into a problem where suddenly he's looking around saying, talking about what coach he's going to hire and be like, well, I, I want this guy, but uh, you know, I, I don't think we can afford him. Or he's going to go, well, hey, I'd really like to hire you, but our athletic director's real ball buster, man. He's not going to allow us to, to hire you at that wage. I'm sorry. Like, I just don't see any, any of those things and any evidence of those things ever happening as long as Hunter Yurchek is the athletic director of Arkansas. People disagree, and that's fine, but I see no reasons to believe that there will be ever anything else like that. Uh, we'll talk about the number one reason here in just a second, but uh, I want to go ahead and let you guys know about this incredible app who about for everybody who buys gas. It's called Get Upside. You guys are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time you fill up because you downloaded the Get Upside app. And you can download it at the App Store, Google Play right now. Use promo code SCORE for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up. Cash back. Don't pay the full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use promo code SCORE for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making up to as much as two or $300 a year and cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right back to your account. You can cash out whenever you want, whether it's PayPal, your bank account, e-gift card, whatever you want to do. All you got to do is just download it. Free. Get Upside app. Use promo code SCORE for $0.25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank with Get Upside. <laughs> Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segments, the number one reason as to why Razorback fans should not worry about uh, ever having to replace a coach, and once again, have to make sure I'm talking about it, in this case with Sam Carter as the cornerbacks coach, and the number one reason, of course, is Sam Pittman. Now, maybe it's very cliche to put it that way, and some of you are going to be rolling your eyes into the back of your head saying, well, that was anticlimactic when it came to the number one reason, but it's true. You have Sam Pittman as a head coach, which we've talked about this, but we're going to reiterate the point. There is a lot of things about Sam Pittman that are not perfect. There's a lot of things that he is still learning as a head coach. There's a lot of things that he is continuing to, to try to build upon, to try to do, to try to make sense out of. And he's going to have his flaws. He's going to have his mistakes. He's going to have his issues. He's never going to be perfect because I don't think anybody is. But the one thing that you can never, ever, ever accuse Sam Pittman of is not being someone that coaches want to coach for and players want to play for. He has that mentality of being able to build relationships with the people that are inside his program. Whether it's a, a, a starter or a walk-on, whether it's a, a coordinator or just like some a position coach or even 
uh, somebody like on, on staff, like a graduate assistant, no matter who it is, he's going to have great relationships with those people. And he has that respect, not only within the walls of the University of Arkansas, but also outside. Like everybody loves Sam Pittman. Everybody roots for Sam Pittman. You look out into the SEC and some of the jobs and everything, everyone roots for him. Everyone wants him to win uh, as long as they're not playing their team. And that's something that's not just because of huh, he's a golly shucks good old guy. It's because people actually respect him as a coach as well. They know that he's got a pedigree of being successful, especially with the offensive line for so many years. And he does the same thing and is doing the same thing when it comes to the head coaching position right now. So knowing all that and also the fact that he is in a quick two years have proven himself to be contending and also a legitimate SEC coach, like not just something that's going to take a while to build up. Like he is proving himself to be running with the big boys, as good of a coach as there is out there and as good of a coach there is in the SEC. He has proven that, and it's been able to do it by building up a program in two short years. You don't think other coaches outside the uh, university are seeing that, that where, hey, if that guy ever offered me a job or that guy ever wanted me to come work for him, I'd definitely consider it because it seems like he gets it. it seems like he knows what he's doing. It seems like he knows how to build upon a program and put things in motion to make it to where you're taking Arkansas from being the bottom of the bottom of the bottom when it comes to a program and the Power Five and in the SEC, and that he's turned it around in two years to make it not only a program that is contending for a high-level bowl game, but also was contending with just being a touchdown away from beating Alabama, being one point can, one point away from beating Ole Miss, where if they would have had those 10 points, he would have won the SEC West. Like, they see that. People see that. People understand that. And because of that fact, you're going to have the respect and also the perception from other assistant coaches that people are going to want to go and play there, coach there. Why wouldn't you want to be a part of that? Why wouldn't you want to be a part of that culture? You want to be, if you're a coach, do you want to go to a place where it may, may be getting fired here soon? Do you, if you want, if you're an assistant coach, do you want to go to a place to where it seems like, uh, you know, you just can't get the recruits and they have so much turnover and so much rotation when it comes to their coaches that nobody is safe? Like, you don't want to be a part of that culture, the Sam Pittman culture you want to be a part of. And also, another fact, if I'm an assistant coach or if I'm a position coach and I'm, I'm seeing and I'm getting talked to about Arkansas and I'm looking, I'm like, Barry Odom and Kendall Bryles had offers to go to other places for other big-time jobs and they turned it down to stay at Arkansas and with Sam Pittman. Yeah, it's raising my flag up. And I'm like, okay, there's something about what's going on over there at Arkansas that obviously has coaches wanting to stay there. Not only be there, but stay there. And then if they're not staying there, it's because they're getting let go. Like That's something that I would want to be a part of if I'm an assistant coach, and I think most coaches would as well. So that's the number one reason. Sam Pittman, plain and simple, like that. Um, real quick, though, before we close up shop, I know I keep talking to you about the YouTube channel and everything that we've started. I just want to give a huge shout-out to everybody. We hit 1,000 subscribers as of last night. Now, a thousand may not seem that many, which, you know, in the grand scheme of things and how I want to keep building it, obviously I want it to be the, you know, I want to get to that billion mark one day with Locked On Razor Packs, we'll get to the billion subscriptions uh, on YouTube. But the fact is, is that we were able to do it in such a quick, like, I think well, I ended up doing this about three and a half weeks ago. And eh, it's probably been four weeks, so about a month. It's about been about a month uh, since I started doing YouTube videos here on Locked On. And it has just been incredible. Like, so you're talking about in a month getting a thousand subscribers. That's big time. Like, that's that's not because of uh, anything I'm doing. It's just because of all of you being subscription subscribers and obviously enjoying the podcast enough to subscribe to it, which means a lot to me. 
because we have a lot of fun on here and it's just talking Razorbacks for the most part. But I just wanted to give a huge shout out to all of you who subscribe. And if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe because it's obviously something that uh, you guys appreciate enough to get over to that thousand mark in just a month. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, by by the time baseball season rolls around, uh, we'll hopefully be to the two thousand mark. Like if we if I can get to if we can get it to the just like by summertime to like four thousand, whoo, buddy, that's going to be a fun time in Razorback Land. It's going to be a fun time here on this podcast. But again, I just want to say thank you to all of you who have subscribed, and uh, hopefully it's uh, being enjoyable for you because enjoyable for me for sure but appreciate everybody listening into locked on razorbacks podcast be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on itunes or on google play also the youtube page don't forget to subscribe there you can also get after me on twitter at buzz john neighbors for any questions comments concerns that you may have we'll keep it going from there same podcast time same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon have a great day everybody we'll see you then